This is your ADD cast, episode number 21. Get ready for a tempest of something completely different from all things before. Welcome everyone to the ADD cast. I am your host, Paul Fisher. Thank you for staying subscribed. It's been a while since I've been with you and life has definitely taken a left turn for me. I was supposed to be in Texas this week, far from my home in Virginia, and it turns out I'm actually in the Big Apple, New York City. Well, a couple of things have happened um, in my life. I'm not really ready to talk about them in public, but, uh, they're life and deathy kinds of things. And, uh, um, we've been doing a little bit of traveling. We're still working on, uh, our podcastization of our friend Ron Blackwell's novel, Serve It Cold. But tonight I have a special treat for you. My favorite band, Tempest, was in town and uh, I was able to get an interview with uh, everyone, almost everyone in the uh, band, except for lead singer and uh, band leader, Leif Sorbe. So uh, tonight will be part one of the interviews that I did. And uh, let me tell you a little bit about him. First up is Adolfo Lazo. He is the drummer in Tempest. He's been with them for a long, long time, and he's from Cuba. We also have Ariana Cap, who is the bass player. Apparently, there are not a lot of female bass players in the world, and uh, she's uh, hoping to teach some more women and get them interested in playing bass in, uh, in rock and roll bands or any other kind of bands. Um, now, this was done at a place called Jam and Java, which is in my hometown of Vienna, Virginia, and they have uh, a great little atmosphere there. Unfortunately, they had an equipment failure, which delayed Tempest being able to do their sound check, uh, which you know, kind of ruined the plan of getting an interview with everyone before they got on stage. So it was very scattered and haphazard, and I really want to thank everyone in Tempest for putting up with me and uh, giving me time where they had time able to, and uh, I hope uh, you all enjoy these uh, interviews that I did with the members of the band. Uh, there's a little bit of ambient back noise, and honestly, um, I'd rather put it out there as is instead of delay it another couple of weeks to learn how to clean it up. Uh, I've been really remiss in getting anything out to my listeners, and I apologize for that. Um, things are going to be haphazard in this month of May for the ADD cast. Anyway, uh, I'm doing a uh, three-part series with the fathers of the podcast novel, Scott Sigler, T. Morris, and Mark Jeffrey. And uh, I'm going to weave those in and around 
the interviews from Tempest. Uh, and on top of that, Balticon it, 40 is at the end of the month. And Balticon is our big sci-fi conference, fantasy, sci-fi fantasy regional convention for the Maryland area. Uh, it's happening at the Hunt Valley in, in uh, Maryland, which is a little bit northwest of Baltimore. And we're having Neil Gaiman, and I also do the Balticon podcast, which uh, has been taking a lot of my time. Um, and at Balticon, I am going to be recording ungodly hours of podcast material to bring to uh, the Balticon podcast listeners. And uh, I hope if you enjoy this show, you'll enjoy that one. Uh, and that one's at balticonpodcast.org, and Balticon is B-A-L-T-I-C-O-N. Um, and uh, so the schedule here is going to be a little haphazard through June, um, but once I get the pieces done with uh, Scott Sigler, Mark Jeffrey, and um, T. Morris, I'm going to try and circle back and get an interview with uh, Leaf and Patricia Sorbet, who are the uh, uh, Leaf is the uh, band leader and uh, main singer for Tempest. Uh, I'm also going to be throwing some Tempest tracks into the middle of these interviews. And uh, I've loved Tempest for years. I actually found out about them at Balticon when we had Mercedes Lackey as a guest of honor. Uh, it's well over 10 years ago now. And uh, someone asked her, uh, she had heard a rumor that Tempest was going to be featured in one of her books. And she said yes, and she loves the band. And I immediately went out and bought their album, uh, Serrated Edge, and fell in love with it. And I bought every album since. And I, I'm not a huge buyer of music, um, but I, I love that independent sound. I love Celtic music. And uh, their brand of Celtic rock and roll uh, it just explodes. Uh, if you get a chance to see these guys do a show, you have got to go out. Um, they they are uh, rain or shine any time of year. They are the show that I will go to whenever I can, and I will push all other things out of the way. And the the energy that they give away the show is just incredible, and um, you just you know if you like the what you hear. Uh, you can find more of their music on Amazon. You can find it uh, on i. Actually, I don't think they're on iTunes, but there'll be lots of links in the show notes to uh, where you can find more out about Tempest, uh, about uh, the members of the band, uh, their own individual CDs, and uh, Ariana has a blog. I'll be putting that link in the show notes also. And well, I've rambled here for uh, well about seven minutes now, so I'm just going to shut up, which of course means uh, you're going to hear more of me during the interview, but uh, uh, that'll be uh, first with Adolfo Lazo, and uh, after that with Ariana Cap. and again, they were doing sound checks while they were uh, giving the interview, so um, Ariana's got cut short, and I'm going to try and get her back on to finish up where we left off. Anyway, that's it for me. I'm up here in New York, far from my home, missing my sweetie who is hard at work doing post-production on our patio book, Serve It Cold, which is written by Ronnie Blackwell. And, uh, well, we'll be launching that later in the year. Don't know when just yet. But you guys uh, hang tight, keep subscribed, keep listening, and I just I love you all. 
Thank you very much, and uh, I'll catch you on the way out. My name is Adolfo Lazo, and uh, I play in Tempest. I'm you're the drummer. A, you're the drummer, and where are you from? Originally born in Havana, Cuba, and lived there for eight years, first eight years of my life, and then moved to Spain, lived there a couple of years, and I've been here for since I was 10. I'm 44, so I've been here like 34 years. That's a long time. Yeah. In the Bay Area, my, my family, we settled to California because my dad had a brother that lived in California, so and still does, so we just went straight to, to the Bay Area. Because of family. Yeah, family, and he knew um, that, you know, he couldn't have help for a while the first few months because, you know, we came here with basically nothing. I, I mean, you know, close. That was it. <laughs> so yep. That's the way a lot of people arrive in this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is your family a big musical family? Um, my mom used to sing to us a lot. And she's got a really good voice. But she never performed or she just sings while she's cooking and sings while she's in the shower and... I mean, she's always singing. My dad had absolutely no musical ability or even rhythm at all. Just <laughs> zero, you know. So I must have got it from my mom. My, my brother is very musical, too. My brother actually is very talented at whatever he does. Whatever he happens to be into, he does it really good. And right now... I don't think he's playing music. He's involved in some business, and he's doing really well at it. So, cool. So I'm the only one in my family that actually played in a band and tours, and you know, records, records, and and. Uh, and you're a full-time musician. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I got stuff I do back at home for a little extra income here and there. I do handyman work and little carpentry and electrical work and stuff so that's yeah. cool it's kind of a renaissance man yeah yeah i i um i don't think i would want to play music all the time for a living because i think i would burn out on it i don't like doing just one thing you know all the time because i just i get bored so tempest is great because we travel and we do the, you know, the big spring, summer, um, early fall, you know, festivals and little tour. And then we sort of kick back during the holidays and that gives me freedom and time to do other things. And I like fishing. Really? So, yeah. I go fishing a lot. Where so. do you go? Well, I go to uh, lakes. There's a lot of lakes in the Bay Area. They're like, some of them are man-made lakes, you know, but they're uh, quarries or uh, reservoirs, and, you know, so I do that my off time. Yeah, I spent a couple of months out in um, Santa Clara County. Oh, nice, uh, yeah. Um, toward the end of last year and it's I was watching your tour dates and every week that I was in town you guys were like 
up in Oakland, and I was down in, oh, in wow, uh, yeah. Sunnyvale. So well, it was you, like, got, you got to catch us tonight. So yeah. It's cool. It worked out. Yeah. Yeah. It was very cool. So I was, you know, I, I noticed that there were a lot of lakes and, and stuff around there. I was wondering if there was a particular place that you liked. Uh, lately, I've been going to this place called Temescal, Lake Temescal. It's in Oakland, actually. And um, I, I avoided this lake because I didn't think I, you know, because it's real small. Yeah. And I thought, I, I, I don't want to go there. It's just, I'm not going to catch anything. And lo and behold, I, every time I go there, I, I do really well. I, I, yeah. So. What do you catch? Mostly trout right now. California. This time of year is really good for trout. Winter and spring, trout. Like, you know, these lakes get uh, stocked with, oh, yeah. with fish. So, yeah. Cool. <laughs> but, yeah. So I like doing that. I, and, of course, I love the band because I've been in it for, excuse me, 17 years or 16, something like that. I lost track somewhere along the line. Um, so... Yeah, between the band and my fishing and my handyman uh, work here and there, then I'm a pretty busy guy. Cool. So, how long have you been playing drums? I went to, when I was in high school, I was in the marching band. And so, let's see, I'm 44. I don't know if I really count those years as playing drums, but I guess I should, you know, I started when I was 16, so what's that, uh, uh, 30, Almost 28 years? 28 years, yeah. Yeah, exactly, 28 years. I used to draw, I used to be into art before I, I, uh, I, I started drumming, and it was weird, like all of a sudden I just did not paint or draw anymore. I did that in, in, um, uh, not what, what's it called before high school? The, junior high school. Thank you. Yeah, junior high school. I was really into drawing. Just drew all the time, and I stopped immediately. And when I went to high school, not only did I not take any art classes, but I just didn't even draw on my own time at all anymore. I I played drums. But I didn't start playing drum set till really till I was about 22. So you know, like about 22 years ago, something like that. Wow. Yeah. So you've been at it a long time. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I love it. It's cool. Do you? I love the band. We travel. You know. Yeah. I I I was a kid that dreamt of traveling. And performing, being in a band. I never thought in my mind that the two of them could be combined. I just always thought I wanted to travel. I wanted to play drums in a bar. or And I wanted to fly an F-15 or <laughs> F-18, whatever those are. The real fast planes. I don't think that's ever going to happen. But the other two uh, most certainly have. And um, I just... I, I'm, I'm, I'm a happy camper. That's got to be great, you know, if you can, if you love what you're doing and it's what you've been dreaming of doing all yeah. your life. Yeah. Well, Tempest for me has been sort of a, somewhat of a slight roller coaster ride in the sense that, you know, I, I mean, it hasn't always been 
I haven't 100% been into it, you know, always, all the time. You know, you go through small, in the past, early, way early on, you know, I went through periods where, you know, I didn't really know, God, is this what I really want to be doing? You know, a lot of that had to be, had to do with the fact that I was younger and you're just so, your head is in so many different places, so many thoughts. The grass is always greener on the other side when you're a lot younger. And the older I'm getting, the, the, the more I realize that this is what I love to do. And I mean, whether I was doing it with Tempest or not, it, it, it's what I would be doing, you know. And, but I'm glad I'm doing it with, um, you know, with the Leaf and, and the boys. And we're like this little family, you know, we're, we, we really are. We get along real well. That's got to be really important, just being able to get along when you're, you know, driving in a van all over the country. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, six people, all their luggage and all their band equipment in a van. Um, pretty tight quarters. And, you you know, you get along and we have our moments when, you know, we might want to say to each other, you know, fuck off or whatever. Might want to bleep that one out, but um, well, that's the other good thing about podcasting. It's like cursing. I, oh. I, we're allowed to curse. Oh, cool. All right. So well, you know, if that's the way that you it. talk, no. if, exactly. That's the way that you talk normally. Well, then, then there's a place and a time for out of words. Yeah. And um, but yeah, it's 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 it, it is like a family. We get along. We sometimes don't, and but for the most part we do, and we're in a tight quarters, and and, and really, I mean, we a lot of people think we're constantly on tour, and we're really not. I mean, we we play a lot, but we, you know, we do two major tours a year, meaning Midwest and East Coast. And what I mean by major is really three weeks, four tops. You know, we're not out. For months at a time, like like some bands I know are, and and, um, and I'm not sure if any of us want that. You know, I think that we like our, all of us like our home, and you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we were like you know going on this three month tour, how well that would go over with all of us. You know. But the way it is right now, it works, right? It totally works. You know, it's we go out for a while, and you know, and I think we're on the road. You know, I don't know. I don't know how many weeks a year. I don't even want to guess, really, because I, I could be. I'll be totally wrong. <laughs> I'm not the. I'm oh, not people the guy. really want to know. They can read your uh, your schedule on the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, they. Yeah, and that's the best way really to keep up with the band. And Ariana has got this uh, really cool blog thing that she's got going right now, which is this diary. I'm sure she talked about it. And um, and I, I I recommend people check that out. I have, and it's really cool. It it gives the fans and people that are interested in what we do like an idea of the kind of shows we do. The people it also gives the fans a, a chance to perhaps see pictures of themselves with the band or out in the audience or um 
Yeah, it's it's wonderful. Cool, and I'll I'll make sure that there's links to that in the show notes yeah, as well. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. So I got to ask you about the hair. Last couple of times I've seen you on tour, it was kind of like a crew cut, really short, and so you're letting it grow out now. Just letting it grow. Yeah, I'm not sure how. My hair is naturally really curly. Yeah. Some people have seen me on this tour and have thought that maybe I've gotten a perm or something. And sometimes I'll go along with it and go and just say, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I've got a perm. But no, um, honestly, I don't know how much I'll, how long I'll let it go. But for now, I just, I haven't, I got it cut before the last tour. That was the last time I got it cut in August. So what's that, eight, nine months ago, something like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know how long I'll be able to hang (laughs) with it, you know. Just going to let it go until it bothers you? Yeah, until it gets in my eyes and and then I'll cut it. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Thanks. Nice to be able to do that. Yeah, why not? I don't... (laughs) Yeah. Well, Leaf likes it anyway, so... Well, he's got really long hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got beautiful hair, actually. So, have you been part of the, are you part of the creative part of Tempest? Do you write songs? And, uh... um, I don't write songs for Tempest, per se. I did, however, about, I don't know, seven years ago, Time Really Flies, put out a solo album, and that's all my, my songs. I come up with, you know... When we're arranging a song, sometimes all of us will give our input on a certain arrangement mm-hmm. of a song. But I have not ever written a song for Tempest and have brought it in and and we've played it, you know. Um, um, yeah, a couple of the things I'm working on now, I, I'd like to actually put on um, another solo CD someday, you know, if I get around to doing that. Um, The stuff I write is not real Tempest material, per se. So, yeah. We packing out, boys? Yep. You got lassoed into doing this? (laughs) Yeah. I'm the last one. So anyway, yeah. Well, Thank you for being on the show. Thank, thank you. I look forward to hearing it. I don't, I don't know how to go about doing that. Uh, the sign was going over. The car can carry mountains. Ice fight.
third season with Tempest, my third year that I'm with the band. And uh, and you guys drive all over the country, fly, and do well, for lots the time, and lots of shows? For the time that I've been with the band, what we've usually been doing is uh, to play gigs that are close to home, which is California, which is the San Francisco Bay Area, every weekend. So we play around uh, the Oakland area. Uh, for Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, and two to three times a year we do those bigger tours, which take us um, to the Midwest, to the East Coast, for about two to three weeks at a time, and this is one of them, so here we are. Okay, and um, so you are, you are a full-time musician. I am, is, yeah. is that what you always wanted to be when you were growing up? Is that what you studied to be? It is what I studied. It's also one thing that I struggled with all my life. It wasn't an easy decision. I have very uh, different schooling. I have different degrees in different areas. I also have a degree in music. It was um, it was a struggle to get there because it's not something that usually parents would encourage. You know, it's uh, it's not considered an easy money maker. It's considered something that has a lot of competition and. And it, it was uh, um, on a personal level not an easy um, uh, an easy um, path for me. Um, but I love what I do. I also teach music. I'm also involved in the performance end of things in terms of how to encourage people to, you know, do what they love, which has been my path. You know, how to get there, how to express what you really want to do, which for me is music. So I. I really appreciate it and I'm very grateful that I'm getting to play music. Full time. So this this is the only thing that you're able to support yourself well, full time I, playing music and teaching music and <coughs> as I said I teach. I do workshops. I have private students and um, I I play with Tempest. I also play, you know, in the studio, have some side projects. I have and had my own business on and off doing other things which have to do with performance coaching, which have to do with motivation. I teach a technique called neurolinguistic programming, which also has to do with hypnosis, hypnotherapy. So I've been involved in that as well. It also had to do with my own development 
in terms of doing music was something that encouraged me to, you know, push through my own stage fright and my own boundaries in terms of, or my own struggles, I should say, in terms of doing music, you know, be true to myself, be true to what I really wanted to do. So um, I felt called to, you know, do that with other people as well. And it's nice where it overlaps because I have students who struggle with that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's nice to pass that on. Particularly women seem to struggle in terms of um, you know, picking up an instrument that is not very typical for them. A bass guitar is not a very typical also instrument the, uh, for women to pick up. So I, I run into my female students who, who struggle with, you know, how to be on stage, how to move with the instrument, how to, um, you know, be with the band who is typically mainly, you know, consisting out of male members. And I'm very interested in, um, you know, helping them through that and, and just, you know, helping them express what they want to do and have fun with it and, and, and do what they're called to do, so... Cool. So, as the only female member of the band, um, do you find that being in that position helps you teach your students um, how to deal with that, with a similar situation in bands of their own? Well, <coughs> I guess the goal is to find a way that is beyond that. You know, it's the goal is to just do what you do. Is your husband in the band? You know, mm -hmm. is your boyfriend in the band? They ask me, you know, uh, what's it like being the only woman? That's usually what people respond to, you know, uh, not so much me being a musician. So it's kind of a different, you know, um, way of, of being a musician out there. So. Right, well, I'll, I'll try and concentrate on that. Uh, no, I mean it's fine. It's, it's my reality, and it, it's yeah. you know, I appreciate people noticing that, and it's just part of what it is. Um, and I think that the goal for me would be to um, to create a situation where, where it, it's beyond that. And it, yeah. it's still a development, I guess. You know, it's, it's, it's still an area where, where women are just a rare breed, and, and it's hopefully more and more um, women are picking up that instrument, and, and, and um, it's becoming more, more every day, so... So how long have you been playing the bass in a band? You know, I started playing bass actually pretty late in life. Um, I've been doing music all my life. Mm -hmm. uh, I started music when I was uh, five, four, with Orf and stuff. And I picked up the bass when I was 21. And um, I started playing... Actually, I was a keyboarder, guitar player in a band, and... We lost our bass player, and then somebody said, well, strings, you know, why don't you just... So we need to sound check uh, bass, bass, you need me? Okay. Okay. My name is William Kidd. 
And I sailed, and I sailed They called me Captain Kidd And I sailed My name is Captain Kidd And they sanctioned what I did Then they double-crossed a bid As I sailed, as I sailed And they double-crossed a bid As I sailed It was sad that I wed For I sailed, for I sailed It was Sarah that I wed For I sailed Without Sarah I did wed And no pirate in a bed Was a privateer instead
it's just impossible for me not to go all fanboy on Tempest when they show up in town. I don't know what it is, but um, I just can't control myself, you know? It's it's hard. And now that you've listened to some of their music, uh, hopefully uh, you'll, uh, you'll understand why it is that I love this band so much. So freaking much. Oh, man. You know, I'm just, I'm sitting here in uh, my crummy little hotel room in the financial district of Manhattan. You know, greatest city on earth, open 24 hours a day, my ass. When you're down near Wall Street, there is nothing happening. They roll up the freaking sidewalks at 7 p.m. So, I'm in my little cubicle come hotel room, and uh, I am just so rocking out with this music. I am so glad that Tempest had the time to give me to to get these interviews done. I want to thank Adolfo and Ariana again. Ariane, excuse me, Ariane. And uh, I will definitely be getting back with Ariane, probably by phone. Um, and hopefully in the June-July time frame, uh, we'll, uh, we'll do another interview with them. Uh, the songs that you've heard so far were uh, Whiskey in the Jar and uh, uh, Captain Kid, uh, which uh, Captain Kid is from the Double Cross, which is their recent al- most recent album, uh, and Whiskey in the Jar is from Serrated Edge. It's the first album of theirs that I ever heard. Uh, I'm going to round out the podcast here with a track called Dance of the Sand Witches. And the first time I saw this, I kind of pushed the two, last two words together, and mentally it came out, Dance of the Sandwiches, and, and I couldn't figure out why they were talking about food. Okay, I'm an idiot, whatever. Um, anyway, this song kicks fucking ass. It rocks out really hard. Um, I've been trying to make the the volume consistent across all the tracks here. Uh, this one's going to be a little bit hotter because it just it's so fucking hot. It deserves to be hot. Um, anyway, uh, peace out, y'all. Um, and uh, the, just remember, the ADD cast is brought to you under Creative Commons 2.5 license. All music uh, from Tempest, I believe, is copyrighted from Tempest and Magna Carta Records. We do have permission to play their music from Magna Carta Records. And um, like I said, get out there and support Tempest um, you know, listen to the music they have on their website, which is tempestmusic.com. And uh, you, if you click on Ariana's face and scroll down, you can find uh, Ariana's blog in which she talks about uh, what it's like touring with the band and shares pictures from every day. Um, I, you know... I hated being a pest, but I just I love this band so much. I had to be I had to be in the mix to bring it to you. My listeners, I love you again so much. Um so uh here is Dance of the Sandwiches and remember the uh show notes will be at addcast.net and we'll have all sorts of cool links to Tempest. I'll even put in some links to pictures I shot uh from past Tempest shows uh, at Jam and Java and at the Kennedy Center. Um, and uh, I hope you enjoy this, and uh, you'll be hearing more Tempest on the ADD cast in the future. And remember, everyone, you can't control the stimulus, control the response. <laughs> 
Attention Deficit Disorder Theater. And just when you thought it was safe to put this episode away and go about your business, having been rocked to within an inch of your life by Tempest, I have something new to share with you. Not only do we have a website at www.addcast.net, but now we have a voicemail line. That's right. You can dial up and send us your voicemail comments, and we would love to hear from you, love to play your voicemails on the show. So come on, people. Give us a call. The phone number is 206 206- 202-4-ADD. That's right, 206-202-4233-4-ADD. So, uh, let's see, whoever uh, can uh, be the first caller and leave us a message, uh, we'll send you a prize. So make sure to leave us your email address and your name, and uh, we hope to be hearing from you soon. Later, Gator.